Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey church, I'm Colleen, and it's such an honor to get to share with you today. We are continuing to talk in Genesis about some powerful families in the Word, and today we're going to be reading out of Genesis 4, verses 25 through 26. Let's read it together. It said, Adam had sexual relations with his wife again, and she gave birth to another son. She named him Seth, for she said, God has granted me another son in place of Abel, whom Cain killed. When Seth grew up, he had a son and named him Enosh. At that time, people first began to worship the Lord by name. You know, it's really comforting to know that family drama is not a new thing since the beginning of time. You see, Adam and Eve had lost their first two sons. Cain had murdered Abel, and God had cursed Cain as a punishment. Adam and Eve went from perfection in the garden to their family falling apart. I'm an only child, but my dad is the middle of six sisters, has six sisters with him, and then my mom is the oldest of five siblings. So there's always going to be some family drama when it comes to siblings. But we are not alone in this, but God has some purpose in it. He is going to give hope beyond our pain and our problems. You see, God gives Adam and Eve another son. God gave them Seth in place of Abel. And the phrase in verse 25 actually means, God has appointed me another The name Seth comes from that same word, and Seth means appointed and would be a reminder to Adam and Eve of God's favor and grace. There is always purpose in our pain, and God has restoration power. You know, our family and the circumstances may not always look the way we think they should, but we can be confident that God is with us through it all. So God is a God of restoration and redemption, and then God is worthy of our exaltation. What's amazing is that from this appointed son, the act of worship is created. Seth's descendants began to call on the name of the Lord. I love this story and I love this thought. And sometimes as I read the word, I consider what these moments must have felt like. And so this is not in the word, but as you fill in the blanks, these are some things that I imagine. I mean, you think about this story, you think about Adam and Eve walking in the garden with God, having an intimate relationship with him. And then the choice they made, that they were removed from the garden to toil on their own separated from God. And then they have two sons, and one makes a choice to kill the other. And in doing so, it just tears their family apart. But God, God restores and gives Adam and Eve grace of Seth, another opportunity. And I just imagine, I just imagine Eve sharing this story with Seth of her and Adam's journey of walking with God, of the pain of her sons, you know, being torn apart from the family and just losing that dynamic. And she's talking to Seth about what that looked like, about the pain of her past. And Seth is just rehashing these stories and imagining as he grows up what a relationship with God looks like. And then he goes and talks to his son about his grandmother, about Enosh's grandma and how they walked with God and what that looked like in such a powerful way that maybe Enosh was drawn toward worship and calling the Lord by name. I mean, think about that. We don't have control of our ancestry, but we have control of what our descendants could do, of the trajectory that could change by the stories we tell them of our pain and God's purpose in it. You know, I think about my story and losing my dad, and I talk to my daughters about it all the time. 
And I share that story and I say, you know what? But in doing so, God has used that story to bring me to your dad and to bring me into a relationship where we have you. You know, my daughter is named after my dad. And so I think about that powerful story and God using our pain and the pain of our past to produce purpose and hope and restoration. I think about how amazing it is of that Seth's descendants. You know, Cain had walked away from God, but Seth's descendants, now they're walking toward God. They want to be back in relationship with God, just like their mother and grandmother was. And I think about that. This passage just shows public worship and prayer. You know, the birth of Seth restored the line of Adam and Eve, and then it introduced worship into the human race. Seth's line produced so many godly men, but one in particular, Noah who God would use to restore humanity. And then later on, Jesus, who God would use to restore humanity to himself, to once again be united with God, to worship him for all eternity. So how do we use that today? How do we know that today, that God will restore things that have been lost? God can turn your pain into his purposes for your good and for his glory. I don't know what family dynamics are, what struggles you're walking through. Maybe you have a wayward child. Maybe you have difficulty with your parents or your siblings. Psalm 68, 6 says, God places the lonely in families. And I think that's so funny because families come with mess, but there is a beauty in relationship. And in spiritual family, the power of worship with God and toward God. So how, how do we know today? Well, let's just trust with hope that God is gonna use the pain of your past and produce hope for our future, for the future generations to go toward God. And then use your journey. Use your journey to draw others toward him. You know, the same way that Enosh was drawn toward God in worship and calling him by name. Whatever pain of your past, use that to encourage others toward Christ. I love this story. But where is God in your family? Where is God in your pain? Where is God in your journey? When you find that today, that God has never left you, he's never forsaking you, that God is going to use your pain to produce hope and future, to restore and redeem. He is worthy of our exaltation. He's worthy of our worship. So let's do that today. Let's draw others toward God with our worship. Let's trust him that he is gonna use whatever you've walked through, whatever family dynamics or situations, whatever pain in your circumstances for a purpose, for your good and for his glory. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you today for your word. God, we see that there is sometimes chaos and, and difficulty in family dynamics, but thank you that you have placed us in family for a purpose, to better see you, to better give you glory, to know you in a greater way. And God, we just thank you that you've placed us in spiritual family to glorify you, to worship you, and to draw others toward you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for today. Thank you for hope. Thank you for redemption. Thank you for restoration. Thank you that you are going to use the pain of our past to produce hope and future and purpose in others and bring others into relationship with you. Today as we go, God, I pray that we would honor and glorify you and share our story and give you glory in it. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a wonderful day, church. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.